Vice President, we're ready when you are. Thank you. Good afternoon and welcome everyone to the Wednesday, February 15th, 2023, 4 p.m. Ann Land and Bertha Henschel Memorial Fund Commission. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you. Commissioner Arnold is absent. Commissioner Chan is absent. Commissioner Ellis? Here. Commissioner Smith? Present. Commissioner Corbs? Here. Commissioner Yanis? Here. Commissioner Zamanudin? Here. Thank you. And Vice President McIntosh? Present. You have a quorum. Thank you. This meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public who wish to join, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you've joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. If you're online, click raise hand on the bottom of your screen. In the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. Um, for telephone, raise your hand by dial nine star nine. Then to unmute or mute, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. We will now to proceed to today's agenda. For those who are able to stand, please do so. And please rise for the opening acknowledgement in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisinan people, the Southern Maidu, the Valley and Plains Miwok, Utwin Wintun peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one God, nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent, consent calendar? Vice President, I show no hands raised to make public comment on this. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? It does not appear so. So is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? I motion to approve the calendar. I'll second that. Terrific. Um, we have a motion by Commissioner Yanez, and it has been seconded, seconded by Commissioner Smith. Will the clerk please call the roll for a vote? Thank you. Commissioner Ellis? Yes. Commissioner Smith? Aye. Commissioner Corbs? Yes. Commissioner Yanez? Yes. Commissioner Zamudin? Aye. Commissioner McIntosh? Aye. Motion passes. Thank you. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Is there a staff presentation? 
Good afternoon. I'm Mindy Cuppy, your city clerk. And before you is a selection of, and I'm going to use these terms um, similarly, chair and vice chair. So this commission uses the term president and vice president. So this report is to select the president slash chair and vice president slash vice chair for calendar 2023. Sacramento City Code section 2.40.170 states that each city board and commission shall elect one of its members to serve as chairperson and another to serve as vice chairperson for each calendar year. A member may serve as chairperson or vice chairperson for no more than two calendar years. The chairperson shall be the presiding officer and shall ensure the orderly conduct of the, me the meeting. If the chairperson is absent, the vice chairperson shall act in that capacity. The um, chairperson or vice chairperson in the absence of the chair is responsible for presiding all over all meetings and charged with equally applying rules of conduct, ensuring parliamentary procedure is followed, compliance with the Brown Act, and that the scope and work of the commission is accomplished. Rosenberg's Rules of Order outlines parliamentary procedure, and the Sacramento City Code outlines the scope of most city boards, commissions, and committees. The order and conduct of business is also governed by the City of Sacramento Council Rules of Procedure, and the chairperson and vice chairperson shall start their terms at the next regular meeting. So any member may nominate a fellow member or themselves for the chairperson or vice chairperson. Once a nomination has been made, that legislative body shall vote on that nomination. It's common practice that the nomination for president and then vice president shall follow, um, and then the legislative body would vote on that nomination. So a majority of the members present is necessary to pass a motion for selecting um, the uh, I believe a um, vote of five is needed to pass anything um, for this commission. Available for any questions. Thank you. Uh, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? I have no hands to raise my comment on this item. <clears throat> Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Commissioner Smith. I would like to uh, nominate myself uh, to be the president for the next term. Okay, my, my videos, uh, my internet's getting a little, okay. I'm still here. I just have to turn off my camera sometimes when things freeze up. Can you all indicate whether you can hear me or not? We can hear you. We can hear you. Your, your video was okay, fine on this end. Okay. Um, uh, I'd like to second the idea of Commissioner Smith taking on the role of president. I call the roll. Please. Like the pre vice president is, so I'll, I'll take over. So um, for president, we, the nomination was by Smith, for Smith, second by McIntosh. Commissioner Ellis? Aye. Commissioner Smith? Aye. Commissioner Corbs? Yes. Commissioner Yanez? Yes. Commissioner Zam Munudin? Aye. And Commissioner Mac or Vice President McIntosh? Aye. Thank you. Motion passes. And so now I, I believe we have a discussion on uh, Vice Chair. The position of vice chair. 
Would, are there any uh, commissioners that would like to speak on this? I'd like to nominate Laurie to continue as vice chair. Laurie, do you want to? Um, I sort of acted as the de facto president all of last year, except for I think one meeting. Um, so I feel like I've, I've sort of done my time now. Uh, it would be great to have somebody else step as, up as vice uh, president so you uh, would have the opportunity to learn the ropes as it were. Um, I appreciate I appreciate the nomination, however. Uh, I, I would like to nom nominate myself if no one else is interested. And I would like to then withdraw Lori's nomination if she's not interested in serving. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and I would like to second the motion of uh, Commissioner Zamu Nadeen as vice president. So will the clerk please call the roll for this vote? Thank you, Commissioner Ellis. Aye. Commissioner Smith. Aye. Commissioner Corbs. Aye. Commissioner Yanez. Aye. Commissioner Zamanudin. I'll get it by the end of the meeting. <laughs> Aye. Okay, and Vice President McIntosh. I don't know if you can hear me, but I, I'm saying I And thank you. Great. Well, uh, this motion passes. Terrific. Now uh, for item number three, it's the assignment of the 2023 site visits. Is there a staff presentation? Good afternoon, commissioners. Uh, this is Janelle Oishi, staff for the commission. I apologize in advance as I'm calling into this meeting. Can everyone hear me okay? Yes. Yes. Um, so I'll be sharing my screen. Um, the purpose of this item is to set a date by which the reports will be due by all commissioners and to assign each of the site visits. Um, so I'll pull up the calendar first. To show you, sorry, trying to make this uh, fit. Uh, so in beige highlighted here, you can see each of the 4 p.m. meetings and then the November funding meeting on uh, in blue here. Typically, the meetings are or, uh, the meeting in which we review the January to June uh, uh, semi-annual reports, but also the commissioner site visits is the August meeting uh, due to the requirements for public notices the staff reports will be due to process to view and improve by the 31st so would be requesting that the commissioner reports be submitted no later than the week of the 24th sometime uh, to give staff uh, time to put together the reports and input it into uh, the city's review and approvals process It seems to me that in order not to jam up the city staff, because I know things happen, we sh we might want to shoot for um, the week after 4th of July 
to give a cushion for the city staff, like maybe the by the 14th. I agree with you. What was the okay. date last year, Janelle? Uh, I believe it was closer to the end of the month, um, right before, uh, just a couple of days before I needed to submit the staff reports uh, for the meeting last year. Uh, so typically, it doesn't take me more than two or three uh, two or three days just to give leeway for, um, you know, everyone to turn in their submissions. Um, I know that many commissioners like to give as much time uh, throughout the year so that uh, uh, grantees have had a chance to begin implementation and have a sense of the work that they're doing. And there are a number of uh, new grantees this year that have not received Amland uh, Bertha Henschel funds in the past. Uh, so uh, in understanding of that, uh, would just wanna make sure that reports be turned in probably no later than the 26th uh, as staff reports would be due the morning of the 31st. Um, also, as part of the item is... Uh, Janelle, are you... Oh. So sorry. Janelle, I was, just, I, I was just asking if you're asking us to make a motion on that. It is a motion um, as part of the item, but there's also the discussion and assignment of visits, so we can cover both and make a decision on the due date at, after the assignment of visits as well. Terrific. Thank you. I have a question before we move forward. Um, it was suggested that the date, the due date is July 14th, but based on what Janelle is saying, I'm just wondering if I'm understanding this correctly, are you stating that the sites may need some extra time? My apologies if I was unclear. Uh, I typically in the past have tried to make the due date as close to uh, the absolute last date I need to submit staff reports uh, for the upcoming August meeting in order to leave as much time as possible for commissioners to uh, conduct their site visits and submit their reports. And that in the past, typically commissioners have wanted, uh, although we are making the assignments in February, Commissioners typically do not conduct their site visits early in the year because grantees only began their work as of the beginning of the calendar year. And so they often conduct their visits uh, much closer to July or during the month of July and then submitting their reports uh, pretty much close to the due date so that they have the grantees have had time to implement um, and that their review reflects such. Um, but it is up to the commissioner. If they wanted to, they could conduct any time after the assignments are, are provided. Uh, I hope that clarifies. Then if that's the case, how about um, moving the date, due date or the assignment date on the 21st of July? That still gives you a week to um, work on the documents and also gives them more time for people to do their interviews and get some things accomplished. I will defer to the commission's preference. I think the 21st is reasonable. Okay. I usually do mine in mid to late June. And I've never, I've never had a grantee complain that 
they hadn't had enough time to get into it and and see how things were going to be. So that doesn't mean it won't happen. I'm just. <laughs> are, are these two separate motions, or can they be joined into one? No, I mean. We need one motion for the agenda item. Right. Um, it's a two-part motion, though. One is to designate the site visits, and the second is to set the date. So, uh, commissioners, if I could, it it actually calls for it should be two separate motions: one setting the date, and then a separate motion um, assigning the site visits. Okay. All right, so I'm going to motion to make the due date of all the reports on July 21st, Friday. I, I second that. Oh. Sheila got in before me, so. Oh, okay, just <laughs> <not> here. <laughs> Clerk, please call the roll. Commissioner Ellis? Aye. Commissioner Co Smith? Aye. Commissioner Corbs? Aye. Commissioner Yanez? Aye. Commissioner Zamod Newton? Aye. And Vice President McIntosh? Aye. Motion passes. Thank you. Uh, so the next step would be to assign. Um, assign each of the uh, site visit assignments. I do have the uh, the list of 2023 grantees here. Um, I just have uh, the commissioner's names here just for ease of <clears throat> cutting and pasting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this all of us on the commission now or are we? Okay. Yes, there are two vacant seats, uh, Commissioner Leary uh, as well as Commissioner Arnott. Uh, uh, resign their position, so there are currently two open seats. Okay. Do we get a fill them in during this year? There is an open recruitment on the uh, city boards and commissions page, and so um, I believe I sent an email with a reference if you have any referrals you'd like to make uh, with a link for uh, individuals to apply. They can also visit the city's board and commissions page. Uh, for Amlan Bertha Henschel Memorial Fund Commission directly, and there is a, a link to apply. Um, but it is being publicly posted. Okay. I, go, I show account. Oh, so sorry. Uh, I show account of 31 organizations here uh, amongst uh, six commissioners. So that's five to six site visits apiece. Yeah. All right. Okay, since I've, I've had the opportunity to visit a lot of these folks, I'll go ahead and go last. And that way I'll take what, whatever you all don't want to take. Can I start? Sure. All right. Um, how about um, Wellspring Women's Center, Salvation Army, Loaves and Fishes, River, River um, Food Bank. So we say we need we need to have five, five or six. 
first steps housing. Okay, we'll start with that. Okay, thank you. I've been to a bunch of these places, but I'll, I'll go next and pick some ones I've never been to. Um, line five, community against sexual harm. Line 12, Pacific Housing. 13, I'm sorry. Line 19, Sacramento Food Bank. Um, line 24, South Sacramento Christian Center. And line 29, Weave. Commissioner Coors, would you like to go next? I raised my hand to go next. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm squinting. I'm trying to see on the screen here. Um, I'm trying to pick ones too that I haven't I haven't been to. Um, but uh, how about the Food Literary Literacy Center? Um, done that. My sister's house. Ah, uh, sorry. Roberts Family Development Center. Sorry, just trying to Sierra Service Project. Is that four? Um. How about Stanford Settlement? Is that, is that five? Sorry. Yes. yes. Even with my glasses, I can't see. So <laughs> doing my best. <laughs> that oh. was great. Thank you. So Commissioner Zamun Dean or Commissioner Ellis? Well, I decided I would just go last and I'll just take what's left. Dang, you took my idea. Which <laughs> <laughs> was my idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I said it first. That's, that's triple plagiarism. Actually, Laurie, Laurie said that first. Yeah, yeah Laurie, yeah, Laurie, Laurie won that one. Um, I'll just go pop down, just fill my name into five or six. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Systematic. We can do me the same way. It doesn't matter. Although you should probably, you might consider having um, the same person do the line two, um, the Asian Community Center, and also um, Meals on Wheels because they, they share similar. That's true. Management. Yeah. Commissioner Ellis doesn't mind. I would I would like to take that. Okay.
and I don't think they're actually right across the street from each other. So it's a yeah. It's a easy... they're, they're not anymore. They're not anymore across the street. Oh, they're not. Oh, no. yeah. are they close? Um, <laughs> all right, it's all right. Uh, Meals on Wheels has moved out off of I want to say Jackson Highway now. Oh, so they're way out there. No, they're not close. Oh, I want to say it's Jackson Highway. I can't remember, but they're not. No, they've moved. That's all right. I'll plan it out. Um, oh, it's super. Sorry. They have a great, they have a great big giant center. It's nice. Uh, Jenny, put me on that six one number nine if you'd like, just because I think we need more people. And Commissioner Ellis, I'd recommend that um, you go to Women's Empowerment um, because they consistently score either, you know, in the top five every year. Well, I went there last year. Well, okay, and I've been there. <laughs> Who hasn't been there? Oh, I haven't. Would you be open to taking that one, Commissioner Smith? Um, sure. I let's trade out the South Sacramento Christian Center because I I have been there. Yeah, I've been there. Too. And I'll go to Women's Empowerment. Great. Commissioner Ellis, how many have you picked so far? Oh, um, there aren't any. Yeah. I removed the for Commissioner Ellis. Do you, uh, Commissioner, do you still wish me to just fill in uh, going down the line? Yeah, just go down the line. That's fine. And we appear to be uh, fully, all, all sites are fully assigned. Great. Uh, Commissioner Zamanda Dean took one extra. And thank you for taking one for the team. Yes. No so I wrote, I mean, I wrote down the ones that I was taking. Um, Janelle, are you going to send us a copy of this? That is correct. I will send a, a document that includes uh, not just the information you see here, but also the physical location, uh, mailing address, as well as yeah. the points of contact for the grants uh, so that you can reach out to the points of contact. And uh, in reference to the site visits, commissioners are still welcome to either conduct a physical site visit or a virtual visit over the phone or uh, via virtual meeting, as, as is their preference. And I just want to, I mean, last year, I want to say that all, I think last year we only had three sites each, maybe. I only, I think I had three, maybe it was four. Um, every single one of them, the person that I reached out to had changed. It was interesting. Yeah. So it was, I don't know, COVID and all these things. So um, just give it a little extra time. And I know that we were just debating the date about when to turn these in. I, I, I agree with um, Commissioner Smith, like, I start reaching out in June because it's, you know, trying to find a day and vacations and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I've done. Not to say that that's any better than anything else, but. Oh, that was a good reminder. Thank you. Well, and I found having done in-person site visits for a few years before we went to virtual site visits that the um, in-person site visits were much more illuminating for me 
um, because I actually got to see the facility and see see the work in progress. Um, and I felt like I learned more about the organization rather than just getting answers to three questions and saying, thank you, goodbye. So oh, I, I, happy I, to hear we have the option of going back in person. There's nothing greater than going and seeing the amazing work that these charities are doing. It's It truly, truly is amazing. And I think that's why it's so hard to, even though we have this great new document and our matrix and supposed to make it so it's equal for everyone, it's really hard because everybody's doing such great work. It, I agree. Yes. I have a question regarding the form. I remember last year we were talking about with the questions that sometimes we have additional things that we wanted to add that may not coincide with the question um, that may add value to the report. So has the form been updated or can we go ahead and update the form now to, uh, to say additional comments or comments or something like that? I'm, I'm going to defer to staff on that. I think that even though those are the three questions, I know that you can you can add stuff to your report if you want to. I don't think that there, maybe I'm wrong. Was was Commissioner Ellis, maybe I was wrong on that. But I know that if there's certain things, I was able to add that. Uh, I mean, there might not have been a bucket for it, but just kind of incorporated it. Yeah, it's a, you have the box, it has enough, you know, that you can type in in there notes and, and additional but, comments. Maybe they add, maybe it's the three questions and then Janelle, there's just like a fourth and it says other. Oh, yeah. So I'm saying maybe we can add that to it where it says other, you know what I'm saying? So it gives you an opportunity if you wanted to say something. So I will defer to the city attorney on this, but it's my understanding that if you wish to make a motion to amend a form that's part of the <clears throat> grant cycle process and a, and a grant cycle document, uh, we would either need to put it on the agenda for the next meeting under which we will be reviewing the grant cycle documents for the upcoming year or as a um, additional items not on the agenda. Um, the better approach would be to agendize it for the next meeting. Okay. That was my instinct too. So since uh, Sheila already proposed this motion, then I second the motion. Oh, okay. Um, so how would I do that? I motion to update the, is it the, what type, what's the name of the form? The, I think the city attorney just said we cannot do that right now because it has not been put on the agenda. You can't oh. do things that aren't agendized. Okay. Correct. That can be added to the agenda for the next meeting. Yes. Okay. All right, then it's on the agenda. Okay. And um, myself, um, uh, I'm guilty of this, but apparently the clerk was supposed to ask if the public had any questions on this before we started talking about it. So, Madam Clerk, does the public have any questions or would they like to speak on this? I have this no item? hands raised to make comment on this item. Okay, okay great. Um, are there any commissioners who'd like to speak further on this item? I'd like to make a motion that we accept the assign site visit assignments as we have documented in the assignment of site visit document that the city 
has displayed during the meeting. I second the motion. And should be should it be a oh it, we decided it wasn't a two part motion. Thank you. Thank you for the second, um, Madam Clerk. Will you please call the roll? Vice President, will you reiterate who made the second? Juan Dionis. Thank you. Commissioner Ellis. Aye. Commissioner Smith. Aye. Commissioner Corbs. Aye. Commissioner Yanez. Aye. Commissioner Zamanudin. Aye. Vice President McIntosh. Aye. The motion passes. Okay, so item number four is the semi-annual reports for July to December 2022. Is there a staff presentation? Hello, commissioners. This is Janelle again. I do have a staff report um, overview to show. Let me share my screen. So, uh, apologies as uh, this is a little bit small. Let me make this bigger. This is a similar table to the overview that is presented as part of the staff report along with each of the reports. However, as you can see, there are two items highlighted here uh, that were uh, not included in the, in the staff reports. And I wanted to mention just for your under, uh, just for your purview and understanding, these two items were submitted recently, but not in time to be included with the uh, publicly published uh, staff reports. So they were not able to be included with the batch for this meeting. They will be included as for your review uh, in the next meeting in May, um, but wanted you to see as a whole uh, all of the agencies that have submitted their July to December reports for the grant year 2022 and that uh, the two late reports as well as one additional uh, did report unspent funds uh, for the end of the year totaling in 5740 and 44 cents that they will need to return to the Anland fund. So am I hearing this correctly? I, I just want to make sure I'm getting this. First step housing they were given a grant of 10,000 and they haven't spent, they didn't spend 5,200 and so they're gonna have to give that back? That is correct. Thanks. And does any, do, do, we, do we ask them why they don't spend that? Or, or do we question that? And then, our, and then let me just check, because they're asking for money again this year. We gave them $10,000 again this year. Mm. Well, they got too much money. <laughs> I'm, I'm Wait, sure there's a reason. That's not me. I was going to say, who's who 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 got first step housing this year to go and talk to them? I do. I will ask that question. <laughs> I'm like that. Wait a minute. What? We didn't spend five thousand dollars. I would think they would need that money, and it would be zero. But, but that's the thing. Strong. These people are doing amazing work. How are they not using it? You get them, Wanda. You tell them. I will whip it. <laughs> I think well, they're, not... they're a big, or, they're a pretty big organization. So I don't, I don't know how this happened. Is this a great Janelle, meeting? I have a question for you. Do they include in their report why the money wasn't spent? Good. So uh, the the report will be included in the next 
uh, in the May meeting for your review. Um, I do want to note that it's not under the current parameters of the grant cycle documentation to require organizations in their reporting to state why they have any unspent funds. There is a narrative portion where they may add that in. I uh, am not certain absolutely as to whether or not they uh, provided narrative um, as to why they left uh, approximately half of their uh, funds unspent. Um, what I can say is that many of the organizations have reported over the years through the Amlin reporting in their narrative that uh, due to fluctuations in client utilization of services, as well as COVID in the last couple of years, has significantly altered the way that they've provided services, as well as uh, the public accessing their services, which may result in fluctuations in how they spend funds throughout the year. Um, but I, I'm not certain as to specifically why uh, First Step Communities was not able to spend their grant in, in its entirety. Aren't they also doing the little houses? Aren't they the ones, isn't this organization the one responsible for um, really so. doing little houses and getting people occupying them? I'm not sure that's pertinent to the discussion. You may be right, but... I'm just curious. I mean, I think that would spend a lot of money, but I will ask that question. But, you know, so like my sister's house, I'm just looking at that's one that I have. So they're, they're giving back $153. I mean, I, I would ask that too. Like that was $153. How were you not able to spend that? These are all excellent questions. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever seen unsent funds at the end of the year so is this the first time we've had this janelle that no. people have no. spent the funds no. we've no. had before we have okay yeah. but, but but thousands but, of dollars is but it, it was about, it was it was a uh, like three or four thousand i think and the the executive director actually came to our meeting and explained it to us mm. so that was helpful yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm hoping that they have a very, very good answer, but that doesn't, even if they have a good answer, we can't say just keep the money. They have to give it back, <laughs> right? Yeah, because they, they in their application, said they were going to use it for this purpose, and they didn't. Okay. Uh, Janelle, can I, can I ask you for clarification for my own knowledge? Do they, do they get these checks in two disbursements, or is it just one when we, when we figure out the mm -hmm. award amount? So the payment process for the Anlan Bertha Henschel grants is two semi-annual payments. Uh, the first in January after their grant agreement has been signed. Typically grant agreements for the upcoming calendar year are processed in December as the grant award period is for January 1 through December 31 of the following year. And so their first semi-annual payment is in January. Their second semi-annual payment is in July but only after they have submitted their January to June report. Uh, mm. So some of them submit right away and in a timely fashion. And so their payments um, are processed uh, very shortly after July 1. Um, others uh, take a bit longer. <laughs> and so uh, their secondary payment is a bit delayed. I will say for context, um, in this grant period, the reason, and so you see the carryover reported in their January to June report, um, there is a difference in approach. Um, many of them spend the money up front. Many of them wait to spend it in the second half of the year when they've gotten the full amount. 
um, in one specific case, uh, Women's Civic Improvement Club, they did not report to us until the beginning of July that they never received their January payment. Uh, So we processed their payment in full in July. Uh, So they spent everything in the second half of the year. But generally speaking, uh, they reach out to staff if there are any issues with the payment processing system. I'm sorry, does that answer your question? Yes, it, it does. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Because the, the, the women's empowerment, or not, the women's civic Im- improvement and the, uh, the big one, first step, it's like exactly half. So I thought maybe that's what it was, is the second payment, some kind of issue with that, or they didn't receive it. But okay, good for my knowledge. Thank you. Janelle, please continue. Uh, so I also just wanted to answer Commissioner Corb's a question about uh, needing to return the funds. I just wanted to provide clarification that it is in their grant agreement. There is a stipulation that any unspent funds reported at the end of the year are required to be returned by check uh, within, I believe it is 60 days uh, back to the Anland Bertha Henschel Memorial Fund. Um, and that's added back into the uh, principal amount. Does that answer your question, Commissioner? No, it, it completely, yeah, you know, yes, it does. I think that, you know, it's interesting because first step housing, they historically get the most, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking, and I mean, I think in years past, I've never, I've never had the opportunity to, to go and talk with them, but historically they've always gotten a lot of money and we have this great matrix, right? That, when we fill that out based on that matrix, I'm sure they're they're going to get a high score again. But in the back of my mind, I'm going to be thinking. So I mean, it's really difficult. And as much as that matrix is supposed to take out the the personal feeling subjectivity to it, I don't know. I'd love to hear. Well, I think there's there. I think there's a a line in there about you know fiduciary responsibility or leadership yeah. or something like that. And I think it, it, you can objectively lower their score there. Well, and the other thing too, though, it's, it, you see, right? Like I'm speculating. It could very well be that, you know, all of my charities last year, there was a turnover. It could be that there was a turnover and the check never made it to the right person for all we know. This is you know, there could be a lot of good reasons, and it's just shocking to see. I mean, fifty-two hundred bucks is a lot of money, right? Yeah. So, they have the opportunity to explain themselves, and they did not take that opportunity. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know yet. We have no idea what they put on their right. their end of the year report. We only know there's fifty-two hundred. Right. I think all this speculation is not good. It's not, yeah, exactly. It's not helpful. It's not no, helpful it's not. At all. That's what I'm saying. I'm um, sure that there's a probably a really, really good reason for that. It's just it was surprising to see that. Yeah. And Wanda will find will ask the question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me, Commissioner Yanez. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm fine. Janelle, is there anything else in this presentation? Uh, no, uh, I will stop sharing my screen. Uh, commissioners are welcome to uh, further discuss any of the reports that were included in this batch. Uh, just to reiterate again, uh, the two missing reports will be agendized and included for your review in the upcoming May meeting. Thank you. Terrific. Thank you. Um, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Vice President, I show no hands raised to make comment on this item. Mm. 
Okay. Um, are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item further? The general comment or on, the, on that specific item? On what we, on the present, on Janelle's okay. presentation. Okay. This item is receive and file, so no vote is required. We will move on to the next item. The next item is commissioner comments, ideas, and questions. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak? Commissioner Yanez. Yes, I want to report to the commission that I am out of the country, actually in France, on November 15th of 2023. So I cannot Ooh, have fun. I will provide, like I did last time, was um, my report, my evaluations before I leave. Yeah, unfortunately, we weren't able to use them um, the last time you weren't there because you need to be able to hear the presentations and change your scores accordingly. No, I knew that my scores weren't going to be changed, but they were one day I was still valid. For that no, event. we were unable to use them. Oh, I they were in, they're included in Janelle's spreadsheet that she just sent us. That was last year, but she missed two years ago, I think it was, right, Commissioner Yanez? Yes. Oh, two years ago? Yeah. Okay, so the, the evaluation is useless to try. You do it and you put it in. Okay, well, I'm not, it's good to know because I asked that question and I thought it was still valid. Hey, Commissioner Corbs. Um, so I'm not sure if this is the right time or we, we, I just remember at our November meeting, we were talking, I think it was at the November meeting talking about this. Um, you know, it seems like there's more and more grantees that are putting in, you know, for money, mm -hmm. um, was there going to be where we were talking about, are we, should we consider capping it? Should we not? Cause at what point do we say it gets to be too many per person? I mean, I think right now it's probably not five does not seem unreasonable. And I don't remember who has the sixth, but at what point do we decide on we cap it or do we not? Do we just kind of go with the flow? I would say historically we've gone with the flow. I I think that if we are going to set any limits for how much people can apply for, how many applications we're going to accept, that type of thing, that we probably need to discuss that as part of an agenda item um, in the May meeting. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. I was about to say that this is a great topic, but it should be agendized. So, so the other thing too was, I, I, I don't know, let's put that on the agenda. We were going to talk because some, some people were asking for what, like $30,000 or something. We were going to cap that at a yeah. certain amount. So can we add that to the agenda or do we move yes. to add that to the agenda or how do we do that? It's the the grant process is already on the agenda for the main meeting. Is that correct, Janelle? Yes, that is correct. A review of all of the grant cycle documents, as well as the parameters for the 2024 grant period, will be reviewed during the main meeting as an agenda item. Terrific. I will also add to that for clarification, a review of the report forms used as part of the grant cycle which would include the semi-annual reports as well as the commissioner site visit reports. Wonderful. Thank you. Commissioner Smith. So um, after Janelle sent us, I'm trying to lower my hand and it's not, there we go. Um, sent us the documents from the last meeting. 
I did some analysis of, um, and, the, and this is just information that can feed into our discussion at our May meeting about the grant process. Um, we decided at the May meeting last year that our our focus was going to be on food and housing with wraparound services. Um, and then we went through the grant process and gave $20,000 of our funds to organizations that had no food and no shelter with wraparound services. Um, so that was about 12 or 13% of the funds that we allocated. We allocated against our goals. And we had of our, of our um, Anlan and Bertha Hanchel uh, annual funding priorities, we had ratings of nine, five, seven uh, for individuals who had no food and no shelter at all. Um, there were several people who gave nines to organizations like ACC Senior Services and Wellspring Women's Center, which was all transportation. They had nothing in their grant requesting food or providing shelter with wraparound services. Um, and perhaps it's a function of us not having an orientation for new members of the commission. Um, I, I don't know. Um, but in going back and looking at the ratings, if we're going to agree that these are our funding priorities, um, then we should rate based on those being our funding priorities. Um, so I just, I'm just saying that for people to think about it. And when we talk about this in May, hopefully we can either make some adjustments to our funding priorities or agree on a different way of evaluating how people meet our annual funding priorities um, or something. It's just, it's right now, it's just food for thought. Um, because I think that $20,000, if we were really serious about our, um, our funding priorities, that $20,000 should have gone to people who met those funding priorities. Um, also, I was very concerned about the fact that we scheduled a four-hour meeting and then kept people on the line for six hours um, because if I'm running a nonprofit and I, I'm not sure I'm happy about sitting on the line for four hours, let alone six, um, and there also seemed to be a significant amount of giving advice to some applicants about how to do a better job on their application. And my opinion is that I've reviewed lots of RFPs and that type of thing in government. And when you give somebody, tell somebody what your priorities are and you tell people what you, how you're going to rate them, and then they submit an application that doesn't match any of that, it is not the commission's job to train them how to fill out a better application. It's their job to read what we give them and fill out a good application. And if we offer um, 
advice to some applicants. Other applicants might um, perceive it as us having favoritism towards the applicants that we're spending time counseling during the, the meeting. And I think um, for next year, we're, we need to remember that our job is to evaluate the information that's given, ask a question if there's something that we feel isn't clear, um, and to avoid um, the perception of showing favoritism by offering counseling or guidance on how to do better next year. Because they should be able to tell by the amount of money they got how well they did and how well they fit with our um, with our priorities and with our mission. Um, and that's just my two cents about how the meeting went. I was frustrated to not to have to be online for six hours. And we had people who had been grantees before who were not there at the end, who were like toward the end of the people we were calling on and they just weren't there anymore. And I don't know that any of them hung up just because they were done with, you know, they had the four hours passed and that's all the time they had. I really don't know what the situation was that some of those people weren't there. Um, but I'm concerned about us allowing that to happen again because it's it's a disservice to our uh, grantees. It's a disservice to the city staff. Um, it's just, it doesn't seem like it was a very positive session from my, and that's just my opinion. So that's the end of my comments. Thank you, Commissioner Smith. Um, thankfully, you will be chairing that meeting in November, and, <laughs> and I think that you'll you will be ride, uh, running a tight ship. So uh, we look forward to your leadership in that position, Commissioner Ellis. Um, is it possible that I can get an uh, copy of the application? The grant application. I didn't understand your question. You know, the grant application that they, the, the nonprofit organizations fill out. I, I was just, I tried to go on the website to see if there was a copy that I could take a look and print on my own and I did not see it. So just for my own review, as we prepare for the next meeting, I would just like to look at the application. Okay, Janelle, I see your hand is up. Did you want to respond to Commissioner Ellis? Uh, uh, to answer uh, Commissioner Ellis's question, uh, the the applications were included as part of the staff report. Um, however, the this uh, the commission's meetings are not uh, recorded and archived in the same way as city council meetings. Um, I do believe the office of the city clerk is in the process of uploading relevant uh, meeting minutes as well as documents to the commissions, but there is a significant amount of transition that is happening in the organization of city boards and commissions. So I'm not sure when that will be publicly available. Um, I will make an effort to share a link with Commissioner Ellis and or uh, the commission as a whole, if that is the commission's wish. Uh, the There is, I believe, as there was over 50 applicants total uh, that submitted applications. There were, I, I believe, 
well over 2,000 pages of PDF to go through. Um, so it is much too large a file to send. Um, the other thing, uh, the reason I raised my hand was actually to provide additional context to the commission that as well as a review of all of the grant cycle documents and process at the next meeting, um, staff was planning to request a review of the meeting process itself. Um, as mentioned, there were well over 50 applicants and there is every reason to believe that this commission will continue to receive a high number of applications. Um, and there does not appear to be sufficient time to provide an auditory review of each application during the meeting, um, as the meeting will definitely be capped at four hours. Um, so again, as uh, Commissioner Smith mentioned, uh, food for thought for the next meeting, but wanted to provide that uh, information up front for consideration. Thank you. Thank you. So Janelle, I think she was asking for just a copy of the blank document yes to be sent to her is that right right just a blank application mm -hmm. my my apologies i can email i can email the blank form thank you and we also have a letter that goes with the form that explains how it will be evaluated and all that kind of stuff so all of those documents will be reviewed in may but and i assume they will be sent out to us in advance so that we have chance to look at them and like we have in the past. Is that correct, Janelle? I will make note to send uh, each of the commissioners all of the 2022 grant cycle documents for their review prior to uh, in advance of the May meeting. Mm -hmm. thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Corbs. So thank you. So I just want to follow up on what Commissioner Smith was saying, right? This is the reason I asked if, you know, how many, how many grantees are we going to allow? If they each get two minutes, and we clearly saw at the beginning of the meeting, there was way more questions for those people that were presenting first. And then as time was running out, were we, were we giving fair share of time and questions to the ones that were presenting last? And I don't think that was the case. I mean, it wasn't. So that was, my, and I know we're going to review this in May, but that's the point. Like, at what point are we going to draw the line on how many applications that we accept? I mean, if Janelle is saying it's over 50 or something, I don't, I don't know what it is. But I mean, that's, I definitely think something to think of because I don't know how Commissioner Smith, as on it as he is, is going to be able to get all through that in two, in four hours, right? Um, and then the other thing too about transportation, I think the first two years I was on, we, that was something that we allowed, right? I mean, that is clearly ACC and Wellspring. Those are the two that, and I've interviewed both of them and they do wonderful things. But if we decide and have a hard no on transportation, then, you know, I mean, cause right now transportation wasn't in there and they still filled out their application. Right. So and then, the word has to get out that we're letting you know now so they don't have to spend all this time filling that out. And I don't know what the process of that would be. But I want part of, It's part of the May meeting, but I also think that it, we say we're focusing on food and shelter with wraparound services. So if that's our focus, then commissioners in the review of their applications might score them exceptionally low or even a zero, like I did, 
Um, so, Vice President, if I may interrupt a point of order and ask our city attorney to opine on if this needs to be an agenda item for our next meeting? Yes, uh, city clerk. Um, we've sort of gone beyond the scope of commissioner comments, ideas and questions and into a discussion of evaluation criteria, applications, those sorts of things. This should be agendized and um, I believe it is agendized for the next meeting. Okay. Thank you. Did commissioners have any other comments for the good of the order? Uh, one thing which, um, you know, we, we got an email shortly after that meeting that we had in November about, uh, I think, I think it was the SPCA or one of the animal organizations that, that reached out. Are we going to touch on that today or is that something for the next meeting? That'd be the next agenda meeting because that's one of the things that we have to put in the application that we're not going to do burials. We're not going to do animal food. And now we're talking about transportation. So that will be all in the evaluations documents that we're going to do in May. Fair enough. Any other ideas and questions? Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak? on public comments matters not on the agenda. Yes, it appears I have one caller. Uh, call in user one. Hello, caller. Yes, my name is Lambert Davis and I'm the founder and CEO of our family owned cheesecake business. And it, some people in my family, the millennials, I'm a baby boomer and so the millennials told me to pay attention this meeting and I'm glad I did because I, I really learned a lot listening to Commissioner Smith because our, our company has filled out a lot of paperwork and we haven't received hardly any funding and we that's why I was glad he emphasized there needs to be a criteria met no matter what I mean when I heard a statement like somebody received funding and it wasn't for what they did it, that rubbed me the wrong way because what we do is cheesecakes. There's no hidden agenda. There's no trick to it. This is what we do. And we were just featured in Inside Sacramento December edition that went viral during the Super Bowl and Valentine. So we're a real company out here, but I appreciate Commissioner Smith saying what he said. You should be held to what you apply for it's the opposite with us we apply and then there's some shenanigans going on but when you get some some money our company could use ten thousand dollars we could hire a lot of people and you can buy a lot of cream cheese with that too <laughs> uh, we're on a mission the company is called to the bay and back cheesecakes google it and i'm glad to see minty's there because she was in the chamber during the uh, pandemic, I think she should have a three-year hiatus and be the second highest paid at City Hall behind the mayor. So thank you. Thank you for thank your comments. You. Vice President, I have no more speakers. Thank you. And thank you for your comment, caller. Um, I, I did want to clarify uh, that transportation was never taken off as something that we fund um, because we recognize based on all the community needs assessments that transportation is often a, a, 
a barrier to people receiving food, shelter, clothing, housing, all the all the things that destitute men, women, and children struggle with. So it's it has not been taken off the table. And it's, it is something that we will discuss at the next meeting. So I appreciate that. So it was on there. Let me just clarify. It was always on there. And so when the grantees were applying for it, they saw transportation and that was one of the categories? It was one of the categories. It was not listed, however, Commissioner Smith is absolutely correct. It was not listed as a priority. I think we're we're getting into a discussion that's <laughs> not have till May. I see Mike just raised yeah, his yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, Mr. No Smith. more. Okay. No okay. more. Okay. There you go. Did you have something else, Mike? No, he was there to slap our hands, Commissioner. No, that, that was it. There to slap our hands. <laughs> That, that was it. Okay. Thank you. We consider our hands slapped. Yeesh. This concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. This meeting is adjourned. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.